Anyone who knows me knows that I have what is considered by some to be a very unhealthy relationship with coffee, but for me it is simply the means by which I function on a daily basis. I love coffee. That being said, I am so excited that today's guest is Annika Van Nest, owner and creator of the Prickly Pear Coffee Bar in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and soon to be Nashville, Tennessee. Her drive and commitment to following God's call is so inspiring. So if you are interested in outreach or just a dreamer, I implore you to get everything that you can out of this episode. I learned so much just by recording, so I'm super excited for you to listen. Make sure you head to pricklypearcoffee.com to check out the website. Make sure you're following on Instagram at pricklypearcoffee. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Let's just jump into it. Are you good to go? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I got my coffee and I'm ready to talk about Jesus. (laughs) So introduce yourself to people who don't know you. Yeah. Um, So my name is Annika Van Nest. I graduated from high school this year and... In three weeks, I am moving to Nashville. I'll be going to Belmont University. I am majoring in ministry and social entrepreneurship, which is very like a very niche niche. I don't know. People always correct me no matter which way I say it (laughs) Um, for exactly what I want to do. So I started the Prickly Pear Coffee Bar and it is a mobile coffee bar. Um, We do grad parties and weddings and pop-up shops, all that kind of thing. And I guess the big story behind it, um, just to even start off with is for as long as I can remember, my dream has always been to own like a coffee shop, yoga studio, ministry center. Um, the Holy Trinity, I like to call it. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have like all the different unique coffee drinks and like a juice bar and we offer bar classes. And then we do like vacation Bible school and Bible study, all the different things. And, so that has always been my dream. I was looking through Google files the other day and found one from like 2013. And it was like, just my dream for this space. This has always been what I wanted to do. Um, and so I'm so excited to get to like, go to school and finally learn these specific things for this specific dream that I've always had. And so then in quarantine, when I just was getting, I don't know, getting to my wits end, you know, I think there was a lot of, obviously it was terrible just of what's going on in the world, but there was also a lot of blessing that came out of it. And so this was one of those blessings. And so I was looking for someone, we're doing like a brunch theme for my grad party. And so I was looking for an affordable like coffee bar type of thing. And my boyfriend was just like, well, you could do that. I've worked at a cafe for so long and I love making coffee. And he was like, it could be a precursor to your actual, the Holy Trinity, you know? And so I remember like I texted my friends at like five o'clock in a group chat and I was like, what if I started a coffee business? And they were like busy or something. I think only like two gals responded and were like, yeah, okay. And then by like 10 o'clock that night, I was like, okay, I ordered everything. Like I'm starting a coffee business. Follow us on Instagram. So yeah, that has kind of been, that's kind of who I am. And I guess my biggest title this summer is just like a brand builder. That's been my, been my goal. Wow. Okay. So first of all, I did not realize that you just graduated. I thought you were (laughs) currently in school. So holy crap. Wow. At 18, I literally had no idea Oh, like what I was doing. Such a God thing. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So, okay. So then you were, you were a senior in this weird time. Yes. Um, how, how has that been for you aside from 
I guess that it's been kind of like a, a growing season and yeah. and yeah. Um, so again, like I said, there's a lot of blessings that came out of it. I, um, I'm not a patient person, so I definitely was challenged with patience and just like, I, have you seen the like meme where it's like, did anybody else just get their life figured out? And then quarantine happened. Have you seen right. that? So yes. Oh my gosh. I had just finished training at this job that I was training at for like a month and um, it was getting into spring of my senior year. Like I had, I was at good points in my relationships, all these things where I just felt like I was like, oh my gosh, I got my crap together, you know? Um, and so for me, it was just like this season of like, you think you have it all together, but God's in control and that's who you have to rely on, you know? Mm -hmm. So it definitely was a blessing in that sense. And just like beginning to spend more time with my family before I go to school. And it's so sweet because obviously every time people find out I'm a senior, they're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like all these things. And I appreciate how much people care, but I'm at the point where I'm like, just give me my diploma and let's move on. You know, Mm -hmm. we graduate actually a week from today. So on the 28th of July, um, we're like walking across our high school football field and getting that diploma. Um, which will just be good for some closure, I guess. Well, congratulations in advance because you <laughs> did it and you're done. Um, and I totally relate because I was homeschooled. So I did not do the cap and gown thing. Yeah. I did not do the graduation or whatever. I didn't really. And I just, I didn't really even care. Well, I was just like, you know what, I'm done. Girl, you graduated too. <laughs> yes. So, you know what? It's all about it's 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 one of those things where like, yeah, it is about the journey, but also that that final destination of being Absolutely. done with that chapter is so fantastic. My mom always said that I was like ready to go to college since like seventh grade. And like mm-hmm. my year looked super different because I got out at 11 every day and then I would just go to work. And so I think like I can totally understand how a lot of people would be really upset. But for me, I was like already so far gone, ready to move on you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just like, I want the closure, but I'm not like, yeah, it's sad, but I'm not grieving the loss of that time just because there has been so much different good that has come out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's such a, that's such a great perspective to have on it because I do know a lot of people, um, cause as, as a photographer, I've been shooting a lot of seniors who are graduating, um, you know, doing their senior sessions for this year. And, and, some of them have been like really struggling with it. I know prom is like a big deal for a lot of people. And so I get it. Um, But I mean, it's a memorable season, you know, it's something you're going to always be able to like tell your kids about. And (laughs) I mean, yeah, you were a senior in the 2020 pandemic that we're all (laughs) going to talk about one day, Um, which is pretty cool. And then on the basis of your whole business, because I mean, you could, you can call yourself a brand build builder, you can call yourself an entrepreneur, like, because, I mean, you really took the initiative and just did the dang thing, which is yeah. so inspiring. <laughs> so inspiring. So what's really funny, and I didn't even think about it until I was just listening to you talk about your, your you know, kind of like final goal of this, like, yeah. coffee shop, this yoga studio, Bible, this space. Yeah. I, my kind of testimony with my faith, I grew up around church, but, um, I didn't really come to know God until I was actually a freshman in college. I went to college for one year at a traditional school, and um, about halfway through my time there, I was really, really struggling when I went to school, just mentally and spiritually. I was so lost, and I happened to go to church with a friend. She said, hey, um, I know of this this church that runs out of a coffee shop downtown. If you want to walk with me and come, uh, it would be fun to check out. And I was like, okay, whatever. 
And I, that is, that was the night that I like actually finally found Christ and, and talk with a pastor and like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. And I, that church means so much to me and it just makes sense that coffee and it just, it all came together because I live for coffee. So yeah. So, and for me, it was just kind of this thing of like, people will stop in for coffee and it's not going to be shoved down their throat, but they're going to be embraced in such a way that they're going to be like, why is this different? And that's something that I have made as my mission statement for the coffee bar. And then I just want to amp it up to the next level at the actual studio space. I don't really know what I'm calling it yet because it's more than a shop. It's more than a studio. So just the Mm -hmm. space. Um, But yeah, so that was just kind of my big thing is like, you'll come for yoga or you'll come for the coffee or you'll come for Jesus and you'll become a coffee drinker. Like the three things just go so well together. Um, And I'm actually trained and certified in holy yoga. And so it like is incorporating the gospel and Bible verses and all that stuff into yoga. Um, Wow. And so just like the, th- they actually mesh so well together and the Lord has just brought all these dreams into fruition. Even just when I sit down to write my business plan for now and for the future and all these things. But that was my big thing is like, we have such a skewed, I think our generation has such a skewed opinion of the church and honestly, rightfully so. I think like we often think of nuns or we think of persecution or judgment, all these things. And that's not Jesus, you know, that's mm-hmm. broken people of the church. And it's hard because the church is the bride of Christ. That's as close as you can get, but it's still a church of broken people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my biggest thing is I think that our faith is even bigger beyond the four walls. Like you can go on a Sunday morning and praise the Lord, but how are you praising the Lord on your Saturday night? All these different mm-hmm. things. So for me, I was like, I want this place to be a beyond the four walls place. And you are going to come and experience the love of Christ. And it's going to look different because a lot of people might have past hurts from the church or they might, they went to a funeral at a church and they don't want to step into a church, all these different things. Um, and at the end of the day, that's just a building. And so bringing, bringing that into a different space where people will go and meet the Lord in a different way and in a different I guess time in a different generation, you know, our generation loves coffee. We love working out. And so it's like, let's, let's meet people where they're at. That's what Jesus would do Mm. his flesh and blood. Wow. That is so inspiring. It it reminds me of the, I don't know if you ever sang that song in like Bible school or whatever, the one that's like, they'll know we're Christians by our love. Um, It's, it's, that's totally true. Cause you're absolutely right. When you say that the church doesn't really have a great reputation right now in our world and in our climate, especially with what's going on in the world right now. Absolutely. It's kind of a hard time to, to bring up Christ, unfortunately, I think just in the traditional way. So, um, you have such a mature outlook on this. So I want to know where you, how you came to know Jesus. Did you grow up in church? What's your experience with that? Yeah. So I feel like a testimony is a is a messy story because I never say that my testimony is done. You know, it's still being written. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess long story short, so I definitely grew up in the Christian home. Um, My my mom met, like, just has an amazing testimony. And so I always grew up, like, listening to the miracles that he literally transformed in her heart. Um, And my dad has, like, just all these things. I grew up learning about how good and how big our God is and the miracles that he does. And, um in sixth grade. So my dad used to work in Europe when we were little. So he would commute back and forth. And in sixth grade, I went on a trip with with him to Poland 
And we went to Auschwitz, Auschwitz concentration camp, um, which if you don't know, that's where Hitler like killed millions of people in World War II. Mm -hmm. And as a sixth grader, I hadn't done that unit yet in school. Like literally I had never heard of it. I was 12, hadn't like did not know the weight of what I was coming into or whatever. My dad was just like, we're going to go to a history museum, whatever. Didn't really know much of it. Um, And I just can like, even just sitting here talking about it, I can vividly remember walking under the sign and it says in German, work will set you free. And immediately you can feel Satan in that place. You really can. Um, My heart was in my stomach. I literally, Gabby, the second walk under that bridge had a huge red pimple on my nose. Oh my God. There before. Like, I, like, I don't even know. I was like Rudolph all of a sudden. Um, so we're walking around this place where people are shot and hung and burned. And as a 12 year old, I was like, just ha- like, just kind of spiritually wrestling with this. Like how the heck could God let this happen to his people? Like, where was he, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that night we go back to the hotel and he, my dad had gone to sleep and we're leaving the next day. And I just laid there and started crying and just was like, I don't get it. Like, where were you? And that was the first time I heard the Lord's voice and felt the Holy Spirit because this just calmness and peace came over me. And he tangibly said, like, you will do something with this. Like, there is a reason that you went there. You'll do something with this. Um, mm. so, great. I have a nine hour flight tomorrow. Like, let's sit and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not what happened. As you know, God's timing is not our timing. Um, yeah. And so I say that kind of for two years, God was on probation with me where it was just like you, like I needed him to prove himself to me again. And that's a really big thing to call on God because he doesn't need to do that. You know, he is a faithful God, even if it's not how I want it to be. Um, but he did, he did show up and he did prove himself and all of these things. And there's a lot of little messy nuances in between, but eventually I get to sophomore year and, I just wasn't who I wanted to be. Um, Some girl drama stuff had happened and there was just like a last straw where it felt like a slap in the face, like a turning head slap in the face turned me to look the other direction. And it was just like, where else are you going to go? You know? Mm -hmm. And from there, I literally got rebaptized and completely like devoted my life to Christ um, and re redid it all re learned what it meant to walk with God and to do that fully. And I've been kind of like the class Jesus freak ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to you talk, it, like the, wor- the word that comes to my mind when you like share your mission statement and share your story is just a- outreach. Like exactly what you said of meeting people where they're at. Um, and I mean, in the same way that God does with us, when like you said, like when you said probation, like I felt that that hit. Yeah home for me um because I think we all do that even whether you have the connection with Christ and and God we go through periods when we make that choice to run from what we know is right and and to and to be okay in the like in loneliness um and God finds us you know some way. And, and I think all we can really hope to do is that for other people. So do you have any advice for people that maybe really do want to get out there and, and do something and be more open, but 
aren't really sure where to start. Yeah. Um, I think, well, we'll get into this, but my biggest like mission statement for prickly pear just as a coffee bar too, is that marketplace ministry. And so I'll tell you a little bit about how I'm doing that. But I think my biggest thing, my biggest prayers, even in the past year have been for boldness and obedience. Um, Mm. So it's like whatever the Lord puts on my heart that I would do it boldly and I would be obedient to that heart calling. And that has literally changed my life and just the way that the way that things happen like this, I was taking a test one day and this teacher that I've never met before came up and was like, are you Annika Van Ness? And I was like, yeah, like, who are you? Like, why? And she's like, you need to take so-and-so to church this weekend. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I've never talked to him. That's so weird. Um, and so I texted him and I was like, Hey, like, this is Annika from your freshman year math class. Like, do you want to go to church with me? Um, and he ends up telling me a month later that that day when I texted him inviting him to church, he had just finished writing his suicide letter. He had plans and all of these things, but he ended up coming to church with me that weekend, giving his life to Christ, going home and burning that letter. And wow. so just that prayer of boldness and obedience, because, and that wasn't me. I mean, that, that was like a heart thing that I had been praying for the Lord. Like, I don't take any credit of like, oh, I saved this guy's life. Like, no, the Lord worked through me. And that's an honor that he chose to mm-hmm. use. Um, but that boldness and obedience, like it literally does save people's lives, whether it transforms their heart or literally keeps them from, from this dark place. You know, one of the big things that I did was I got, and I'm not saying this is going to be everyone's thing, but I got Jesus tattooed on my wrist and it's like a cross calligraphy. I don't really know, Mm -hmm. but, um, when I'm making coffee or when I'm serving or I have a bunch of different roles, different jobs that I play. And I try to like extend that arm out when I'm handing things just because it has created so many conversations. Like it has started so many conversations. And so that was something tangible that I put on my body that people would see and be like, Oh, like, I like your tattoo. What does it say? Or why do you like Jesus? Or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think a lot of those the boldness and obedience, that's the biggest thing for outreach is the, and it's not easy. So praying for boldness and obedience and that the Lord would put something on your heart and then you would be able to just go. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I love that. And and it kind of plays into, you know, being, not just being hearers of the word, but doers of yeah. the word. Wow, um, the mission. Yeah, exactly. And just making it a part of everyday life could even be the first step. I love the tattoo thing. I have, um, so will I on my side and I I got it somewhere hidden because (laughs) because I didn't I'm I'm I don't know if my dad listens to this but um he totally did not ever want me to get a tattoo so oops it's out um I don't know know. (laughs) (laughs) hey dad Um, but yeah and that actually yeah it's kind of the kind of that same idea you know if the stars were made to worship then so will I I will be obedient I will surrender to that calling um So cool. So, okay. Marketplace ministry. Yes. What does that mean? It is hard. It is hard. Um, but so like our actual mission statement, I'll even pull it up here so I can read it straight off is okay. Prickly Pear Coffee is a mobile coffee bar with the mission of marketplace ministry. Our goal is to combine the truth of the gospel with our passion for coffee. We strive for each person to feel loved and welcome every time they encounter our delicious handcrafted coffee drinks. So kind of like I said to you, just that you're going to come into contact with us and you're, it's not going to be, hi, welcome. I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? Like, I'm not going to shove it down your throat. <laughs> um, that, that would so 
well, I don't want to say that would so be me, but I'd be like, let's talk about Jesus. Um, so it's not going to be shoved down your throat, but I'm going to treat you in such a way and want to get to know you in such a way that you're going to be like, why are you so happy? Like, why, why are you different? You know? Um, and kind of question that. And so for me, I do Bible verse stickers on all of our cups. So they all have, there's eight different Bible verses and they all get stuck on there. And I definitely am going to laugh about the days that I ordered Bible verse sticky stickers from Etsy and put them on party city cups and made a brand out of it. I love it. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. And then we just came out with these hand painted journals that all have Bible verses on them that we'll be selling. Um, we got new uniforms that say like running on coffee and Jesus. And then this new thing that I, I just listened to your James podcast. So you're going to be as excited about this as I am. OMG. But we are going to sell the prayer pads from For the <gasps> Yay. Oh my gosh. Oh, so good. That's Literally, awesome. I had like, I like DM'd them and was like, hey, like, do you wholesale? How would that work? Blah, blah, blah. And then Ken's emailed me on Sunday and I had like a major fangirl moment because I just finished the James study with my small group and mm-hmm. I texted them and I was like, you'll never believe who just personally reached out to me. That is so freaking goodness. The the world is so small, like right. so small. That is awesome. To Belmont too. Mac and Ken's went to Belmont, and it's funny because yeah. my professor there like literally brags about them to me all the time because they were a ministry major. I'm going into ministry, um, and so when she emailed me, I emailed her back and was like, "Oh my gosh, like kind of fangirling, and I love you, and our professor has talked to me about you like every other freaking day." <laughs> That is such an awesome connection. Like, yeah. And and so, yeah. Okay. Nashville is like literally my dream place to like settle down and live life. I love Nashville. I love working in Nashville. Gotten to do a few jobs there and it's so cool. Um, You can come to Nashville and do my wedding. I, you can do my wedding um, with the coffee bar at the wedding. That's perfect. literally so perfect. It's be like an even trade off my little fangirling tangent. Just not everyone understands. And I knew that I was like so excited to tell you because after your podcast, I was like, I knew that she would get it. Yeah. So it's just those little tangible things where it's like makes people wonder and they stop and pick it up and see it and whatever. And so again, it's not on signs everywhere and it's not thrown in your face, but we just sell these things that go along with this marketplace ministry brand that we're trying to build. Okay, cool. So you are you yourself are are building this idea of marketplace ministry. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Again, like I said, just really inspiring. The the you seem like a go getter. Like you seem like one of those people that goes goes for it. Um, and everybody has their fears, but you you know you just by sharing your story and your testimony is helping somebody say, you know what, I don't need to be scared to try this or to tell somebody about this idea or whatever. In terms of actual coffee, tell me about the coffee that you sell and that you brew and what your go-to drink is. Yes. So we um, have super unique menus. I wanted to do, so I've worked at the best cafe ever like right on the lake. Um, and we have super unique drinks at the cafe and the employees make them up and then the drinks are named after them. So that's super fun. But I was like, I don't want to take that. Like that's their thing. It's what they're known for. And so we have a like s'mores latte, a Samoa latte, honey lavender latte, and then some seasonal specials, all that kind of thing. Um, so they all are drinks that I just like randomly made up and had my friends come over and like rate on a scale of one to five. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically it. I order my beans in bulk. They're imported from Italy through a company in Brooklyn. And then eventually, um, I was talking about this earlier today. There's a nonprofit that I used to like kind of intern for and they have connections to a woman in Uganda who, um, roasts yeah roasts her own coffee beans and so I'm not big enough for the amount of like order that she would need to make it feasible to send it overseas you know Mm -hmm. but eventually I want to be able to support like small businesses and things like that cool that's super awesome are you like a okay you said Samoas which I'm so interested in that and I'm gonna have to try that when you are Yes. Um, Nashville. Honestly, and I would not be surprised if I ended up in Atlanta too. Atlanta is so fun, like super cool. You should totally yeah. come visit. But what is okay? What's your favorite drink on the menu, or what's your favorite one to make? To be completely honest, have not tried everything on my menu. <laughs> and there's there's a reason though, because I'm very business minded. Where I'm like, I would rather my friend try it and give me feedback than like waste inventory on myself. Absolutely. Which is a little ridiculous though, because I give these drinks all day long and promote them all day long and haven't tried most of them. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm also like dairy free and not all of them are great without the dairy. You know, it just depends. Yeah, Um, totally. But I love making the ice drinks. We can make a lot more per hour when people do iced. Well, what are your, what are your plans when you are in school? Are you going to continue to like take gigs? Are you going to pursue your business while you're in school or is it going to be a little more seasonal the whole thing packs into my little 20 year old bmw um it's quite amazing i have a science and it is all going to come down to nashville in about three weeks um wow yeah so it's all coming down and we it's hard in nashville because they went back to live music and then now they are kind of going backwards because that didn't go so well so last i heard they were back to phase two Um, and so we'll just, I'm just going to kind of play it out. I have a bunch of boutiques that have like expressed interest and whatever. And then we've had to take a step back from actually choosing a date just because the whole city is taking a step back. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have some events that I'm super, super pumped about. And I think those will start to happen in like September. Hopefully it's nice because we can still do like the contactless pickup. Like you can text in your order and we've been doing Venmo for a lot of the events. Um, so It'll yeah, it'll work out. And then they have some really fun farmers markets. And fall in Nashville is like the best thing ever. It's and so incredible. Like, it is incredible. And so we have these two really fun fall specials that I can just like totally envision at the farmers market on like a leafy day. I don't know if that's a word. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's it's all coming down there. Um and it's just gonna kind of fit into my schedule and it has like literally become so much of like who I am. Not that my identity relies on it, but I just like love it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have any advice or, or have, I guess I should ask you this after you get up and going, but um, have you thought about, you know, like the balance between school and pursuing this and yeah. running this and making it happen? Yeah. Um, I am, I overwork myself 24 seven. And so my Same. mom is always like, you know, school first, like you're paying all this money, like you better be present when you're present. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'll kind of have to play it out and see how it goes. My, I have a pretty good schedule and this will probably just be like, like the farmer's market is Saturday mornings. Um, 
so we'll just have to kind of see how it goes and how things are. I think this year is also going to be different with COVID and not as many like social events that the school normally hosts. Totally. That might give me a little bit more time and it'll just take some time to settle in. We have like made such a name in Minneapolis, which has been such a blessing. Like by the time I leave for Nashville, we'll have done 20 events. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So literally everything from like pop-up shops to grad parties and I'm doing a wedding in August. Um, Yeah. It has like just been such a blessing. And so it's kind of a bummer to leave just because we're really starting to pick up around here. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm excited for what Nashville has too. Yeah. Well, and you never know. Maybe eventually you can expand and you have somebody up in your hometown like running the show and have some branches and, you know. I want – eventually I would love to have like a set here and a set there just of Mm -hmm. everything Um, and then just be able to like fly back and forth versus right now it would be like, oh, it all would have to – drive down or drive back up totally um so when you when you travel and when you do your mobile service what is your role do you have to do you hire and have somebody working with you like logistically let's say you have an event how do you run the show yeah so I have normally it has been like my boyfriend or a couple of my really close friends Um, and they'll just kind of take orders and do like the cash transactions. Um, and then for grad parties, like they'll just kind of take the orders and talk with people and whatever. And then I actually make all the coffee. Wow. That's awesome. I don't know how many times I can say this, but it's really, really inspiring, um, to girls everywhere, to people everywhere. But, um, I know that (laughs) Late high school is like such a weird time. Some people like amen. yes and amen. <laughs> it's just like my best friend thrived her senior year. Like when I say she thrived her senior year, she thrived her senior year. It was like one of she'll tell you it's one of the best times in her life. Me on the other hand was it was probably the most anxiety filled time of my yeah. life because I'm like all right, it's time to get out there and try and do what I want to do choosing a school to go to was hard did you just like know in your heart that Belmont was the place yeah deciding between Belmont and then Point Loma Nazarene University in San Diego oh Um, wow and they're yeah totally different worlds and I loved it so much and Bob Goff is an adjunct professor professor there and he's like one of my favorites ever oh my gosh (laughs) same of like getting to learn from him I don't know but anyways Belmont does rolling admissions. And so I had found out that I got in like last September. So September of my senior year. And then the day after I found out, I was flying out to San Diego for an admissions interview at Point Loma. And the interview was amazing, like went so well. And then it was just such a God thing because I was walking back across campus and I literally was like, I love it here and it's beautiful, but it just doesn't feel like home. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like it was really clear of where I was being called. And even the girls that I've already met, like, I definitely feel like it's just such a God thing that I ended up where I ended up. Like, did I have to unfollow Point Loma on Instagram? Yes, absolutely. Like, it is beautiful <laughs> out there. <laughs> It'll always be a little bit of a what if, but I definitely feel good in the choice that I made. Mm-hmm. You got, you just kind of have to trust your gut and really yeah. go with it. Yeah. And, and hope for the best. I, 
totally get that because I did not, I went to actually what was um, my last, not my last choice school, but it was definitely not where I saw myself at all. And if I had not gone there, I would not be where I am now. Um, So who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah. 100%. Before I before we kind of like close this out, I also want to know your favorite Bible verse. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite verse is this is like Jonathan Pacluda. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's amazing. Um, but he kind of like reworded this verse. Um, and it is it's on my bracelet. I need, to, I need to look up what it is now. But essentially it is if dependence is the goal, then weakness is the advantage. And so I love that verse because it's an invitation to acknowledge that we're imperfect and that the Lord still loves us the same. Um, and so it's just, yeah, it's just this idea. If dependence is the goal, if we are called to depend on the Lord, then it's okay to not have it all together. That's incredible. That is so cool. I love that rewording. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell me his name again. I need to like write this down. Jonathan Pacluda. He is amazing. He um, started the porch in Dallas and it's this young adults um, like ministry. And then now he moved to Waco and works for a church there. And he just is, he's so amazing. That's so cool. Um, as for the stickers, so I do like graphic design and like doodles and things like oh. that too. So maybe someday um, we can get you some stickers. <laughs> yes. Um, also, that was Second Corinthians twelve nine. Second Corinthians twelve nine. Got it. Yeah, and it's a little different. So it says like, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness." Um, which that that's also shortened, but the way he rewords it. I love mm-hmm. strength made perfect in weakness. That is so good. kind of, yeah, that's like a very reverse way of looking at it. Cause I think yeah. our culture just in general, especially like for like young entrepreneurs and, and, and especially female entrepreneurs, I think feel this like pressure to really, really hustle and like you have to be perfect. You have to be strong all the time. You got to be 100% on top of your game to get things done and to like, you know, make a wave. And I think like the biggest thing I've been learning just in starting this business right now, um, speaking of Bob Goff, I'm reading his newest book right now. And I think it's called dream big, something like that, something like that. Um, and just like, it like gives you this permission of like, we serve a God who makes big dreams happen. So you're allowed to dream big you know? And so I love those two things kind of go hand in hand because it's like, even if you have this weakness, but you still have this dream, you can depend on the Lord. And we've seen him do miracle and miracle again. Like you can give big dreams to a big God. Yeah. It's not all on you to carry. And he wouldn't give you this dream or this goal if he wasn't, you know, if he's not going to like throw at you, Hey, I want you to become uh, such and such millionaire, but like, peace out. I'm not going to help you. No, it's literally not. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be with you and walk with you, and that is so reassuring. Yes. Um, and it's incredible that you have a business that aims to give people that that sense of like deeper joy and understanding and acknowledgement that you are not alone and that God does love you 
no matter what. Yeah. And that also it is our job as his followers to love each other the same way. Um, Which we need that in today's world too, you know. So much. That's the bottom line is we, in the Great Commission, we're called to share his love and then just to love each other. Yeah, absolutely. It's always feel so filled up after talking about Jesus. (laughs) Oh my gosh, absolutely. And yeah, uh, thank you so much for sharing. And this is, I really think that this is going to speak to some people, especially um, for creatives and just people who do, it's not even just creatives. It's just, if you have that, that big dream, um, yeah, you really kind of are like a living testimony of, you know, follow that dream. Yeah. Follow, be yeah. obedient to that yeah. calling. Yes. Boldness and obedience. Absolutely. I love it so much. Well, thank you. And I so appreciate it. And I'm so glad that we got to talk. Thank you for having me.